Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, we are, uh, you'll just, if you look out the right window, you will notice that we are cruising at a gentle 2,000 feet. It's a little bit lower than normal, and, uh, well, that's just it. Everybody will be fine. Just sit tight. We'll be good to go. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Hey, kids. I forgot to mention, what? ladies and gentlemen, it is my birthday today, and uh, nobody, you do not have to cheer, you don't have to do anything, but uh, if you did want to send me up something like, uh, you know, free bag of peanuts, <laughs> or a drink, that'd be great. You guys have a great flight. Bye-bye. Hey, kids. Welcome to the Dan James Comedy Hour podcast. I'm your good uh, friend. I should mention also that the FAA has made it illegal to podcast Ooh, on an airplane. That motherfucker. I'm good. <laughs> and if anybody back there Let is me into that cockpit. Or if there are any YouTubers. Well, if you're a YouTuber, Let come me on in up. there. If you're a YouTuber, hey, hey, wait a minute. What, what's going on? Let me in. What are you, do- what are you doing? What the heck? You, hey. you, can't, you can't be interrupting my Stuart- podcast like this, man. I'm trying to entertain Stewardesses, the children. Stewardesses, Plan Omega. I, Thank you very much. Have a great day. No, no, I... There's a monster on the wing of this podcast. (laughs) Let me go. Oh, God. Just the Dan and James Comedy Hour podcast. Well, Dan tried. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. Dan, are you back? You good? You okay? I'm good. That was, that was, that was, that was, that was uh, children's entertainer, Dan. Oh, that was a different you from a different universe. Okay, that's fine. Uh, This is, this is a great way to get started on uh, a first time guest, Rob Kuttner. Thank you so much for being here, Rob. Great to be here. (laughs) How are you, Rob? They always say that at the beginning. They always say that. I just realized I wasn't recording, so I'm going to start recording right now. You're absolutely (laughs) fine. We've at least got your Zoom audio. Um, Let's do this up up the top, because here's the thing. Dan and I are nothing if not unprofessional. Yeah. Rob, tell us. You've got got a book. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh, okay. Now I'm recording. Good. Professional. Tell us about your book. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. uh, I have a new book for kids and uh, for smart kids and their adult handlers. Uh, it's called Snuff Goblins and Other Tasteless Tales. I hope you aren't eating while you're uh, <laughs> watching this or listening. Uh, it's a series of uh, five horror comedy trope stories, short stories, um, with the kind of gross-out sophomore humor of the Captain Underpants uh, Dogman books. Love it. And a lot of uh, really gross and disgusting things and a lot of uh, sly jokes that I think the parents and adults will enjoy as well. And uh, lots of laughs. And people can get it now, right? They can oh, get, it, get it. People now. can get it now. Oh, I just mentioned it's a graphic novel. So yes, it's, it's a graphic novel. Schmancy, Look at that. Really fancy artwork by this very cool artist named David DeGrand who illustrated for Mad Magazine and for the Simpsons comic book and the SpongeBob comic book. There it is. Book. I'm looking at this going, that art style. You recognized it? <laughs> I totally recognized it. Yeah, it's really like is unique. So, um, yeah, it's out on it's out in stores. We found it in the wild at Barnes & Noble. Um, it's on Amazon. Uh, anywhere you Anywhere you get books. Amazing. I love it. Uh, well, that, What yeah. if you're someone who doesn't get books? Where can you find it? You mean get books or if you don't get books? I mean... Dan Dan can read, right? He, but he doesn't understand the concept of the book. That's the problem. This is yeah. what's happening here. Imagine a movie, but paper. Mm, that's a good way. How's that help, Dan? Does that help you at all? I've seen paper the movie. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen this one. Uh-huh. That's, it's about paper. Okay. So that's what you're envisioning but now? But it's about is, an hour and a half, yeah. You're envisioning There's a, a documentary about bloody paper. paper cut finale. Paper cut bite at the end, right? Mm-hmm. That's, it was really neat slices. <laughs> um, Rob, I'm drinking, we can... I'm drinking some scotch. Oh, yeah. I don't have a drink sponsor this week. 
Uh, but Dan's got. What do you have? What is your scotch, Dan? What is it's your the, delicious? It's the last of my Balvini, mm-hmm. twelve year. Mm-hmm. That is single malt the last scotch of. whiskey. Mm-hmm. Rob, what are you drinking? Um, just my own tears of regret. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Like the, again, now he's also there, Dan. also twelve year. <laughs> oh, 12, 12 year tears. Ooh, um, this is double casked. Double casked. That's a hard word to say. Casked. Casked. Double cask. Yeah, that is it, it's tough. easier to say if you speak it like Emo Phillips. Uh huh. This is double <laughs> casked. Yeah, that's fair. That works. They put it in one and then they put it in another one. Apparently. Okay, that seems unnecessary. It seems like a lot no, of. Well, what they do energy. is they they reuse barrels from other alcohols, so then care. it infuses the flavor. Don't care. Them. I'm just telling you, I do. Or they have bad, they have storage issues. That could also uh, be that. Uh, put it in a different barrel, guys. Now, have they ever... I don't know. Just mix it all up. That's how you got your first red blend wines. They're yeah, just exactly. like, put it all in there. Do you think anybody's ever double casked where the first is like, you know, whatever it is, and then the second is like a sterilite? Is that possible? <laughs> then they just tap the sterilite and then whoosh, into a bottle. Good to go. This has got hints yeah. of. Ooh, it's got petroleum. hints of cherry, mm-hmm. some walnut. <laughs> I got some plastic. Mm, yeah, like maybe actual like chunks of plastic too. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's got it's it's got like this this body uh-huh. of the white stuff that forms when you cook Italian stuff in the microwave. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> about right. <laughs> Rob, what you don't know about the show is everything, but you also don't know that we uh typically touch on something that Dan and I made as a kid as kids. We were not one child. Wow. We were separate children. Um, yes. but, uh, we both, uh, either we made a lot of sketches together. Uh, mm-hmm. we made comic books together that were also very bad. Now, mm-hmm. Dan and I have talked about our comics before, uh, briefly. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, should, should we, should we show Rob a couple of, so, so that. I think we should. I think he would appreciate. I know that Rob also probably already feels very good about his book because it's great and it also looks great. But if you want to feel better about it, I want you to look at, you know, the art of well, I would love to see yeah, com- yeah, compare it to what a 12-year-old did and, and feel better <laughs> about yourself. That's my threshold. That's always my threshold. <laughs> now, I, am, I, I will let you know I'm trying to share my screen right now, but failing miserably. So we'll see what happens. Ooh, there we go. Oh, look at that. Look at you. Do not share sound. That would be a waste of time. Okay. So what we are seeing here is the delightfully it's misspelled. It's working on it. It's age. working on oh, it. Oh, you're almost there. Almost there we are. There. Uh, a shocking so, incident. Yeah. Almost spelled correctly. We're very close. Very yeah. close. These characters are named. Oh, um, we did spell it wrong. Yeah. Oh. This is Moonshadow. This is Dan's character who's in. This has like a luchador vibe to it. Is that what you... it kind of does? But I dare say is. I didn't know anything about a, yeah. a luchador. So at the time, we were very sheltered in upstate New York. And yeah. uh, this character, because I didn't know the character existed in the DC universe, is called Black Lightning. Yes. Yeah. So oh, okay. he, he's just a white dude, uh, which uh, he could be black. Actually, I don't know if we ever show him, but. Um, He's called Black Lightning because I thought it would be funny if lightning were black. I think that's what I thought was cool as a kid. Mm. Um, well, I didn't know Moonshadow was like a whole goddamn song. So wait, how, where did what did you what? Wait, I assumed you named it after the song. No, what did I had you never mean, actually even all heard of his the characters are named after Cat Stevens songs. Yeah, I didn't really know. Oh, uh, here comes Peace Train. <laughs> here comes another Saturday Night. <laughs> you had no idea. That's very weird to me, Dan. Now. <laughs> Rob, did you ever draw? Did you draw as a kid? Do you draw now? I totally did. Oh gosh, I gotta. I wish you'd prep me because I have this whole notebook of. Um, my thing was I, I was probably a little bit older than you, but I'm not sure. But the style was reminiscent. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I did a lot of knockoffs of the Far Side, like yes. the one panel, one panelers. That's so good. 
Actually, if you um, this isn't a plug, but if you go to my um, website, robcutner.com, mm -hmm. and you look at uh, it says like funny pictures, mm -hmm. and I actually share a few of them up there. Like some oh, of the ones good. That are not totally embarrassing. So, plus some like stuff from the Dennis Miller show, which doesn't didn't make it to digital because that show was sort of pre-digital age. And oh, so right. Some of the, the caption. Remember the big caption? Wait, caption there's a life before do? digital. I know, I know. It, it was all preserved on reel-to-reel -reel tapes. <laughs> Love it. We now what you'll see here is like anytime something happens in a frame that yeah. relates to one character, uh, Black Lightning, I draw it. If something relates to Dan's character, he draws it. So there will be a oh. mix of like a lot of like, oh, Dan drew the bag. Dan drew the rock that looks like a potato. Oh, it's a bag also. No, that's also the bag. Yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dan drew this great Swiss Army knife with a cannon that looks like a weird sausage or something else. This explains and, the consistency of the style. Yeah, exactly yes. right. Exactly. I, I've thought. And by consistency, he means like the texture. And uh, there is and, some and texture to it. Stickiness of it. <laughs> the very uh, sticky art style. Oh, this is when we decided less details probably better because we're we're already <laughs> on page more. two, and you know and, what. Well, to be fair, we were uh -huh. drawing it in English class. That's true. Uh, Surreptitiously. I, I like the very that. adult dialogue. Are you going to get married? Shut up! <laughs> it all sound like two, two young boys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. I mean, technically, they're supposed to be high school kids, so. Yeah, I guess that is true. I that guess is, that's true. So, yeah, right. where's the one? Okay, let's get to our real because we were, moment. Let's see. Because, you know, we totally... What a bonbon? Totally, you know... <laughs> Did the Graphic, whole, you know, violent, write yeah. what you know, and thusly we just wrote characters that were our age at that time. That makes Wait, sense. Has, has anybody shot synthetic cheese out of a gun yet, though? So there's a product in our universe That's all yours. called synthetic cheese. We're not cheese. quite there yet. Um, I'm trying to find it. We're not there yet? Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. So didn't we? This is, oh, this is us falling into synthetic cheese. It's hard. Yeah. There we go. Now you can kind synthetic of Synthetic cheese, right. Okay. Right. So that's, it's a, it is a weapon and a treat. Um, <laughs> let's see, uh, a tree oil pump, can, that's they call fun. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my face is always censored, his face is always censored when the mask comes off. Did you yep. get shrunk? I'm so confused. Look at your friend. Yes, Help I did. On the okay, so he got shrunk and put in a jar. This is hard for me to follow as a grown man. Um, <laughs> preserver tank. They had a name for it in Star Wars, at least, but we just called it preserver tank. Um... Yeah, so this this is the kind of stuff we. How many? I don't know how long this took us, Dan, but probably several. Oh, there's a there's a very very rough synthetic cheese logo uh, ad, Dark Side mm -hmm. Comics, which spelled differently than we did. So anyway, that that was uh, the beginning, Rob. Uh, where you, your mind's blown, I'm sure. I'm sure by looking at it that. was pretty blown. I, I think I think well, I'll say for 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 being sincere, is I think it's actually very cool. That you guys start out doing that stuff and are still doing the funny together. Like I have, I have friends that I did with, did that kind of stuff with, and you know that we've just gone our separate ways. You know, sure. we just do different things now. But you guys are still doing. I mean, that's just very, very cool to see that. And it also reminds me of George and Harold, the protagonists of the Captain Underpants stories, who in mm -hmm. fact make their own comic books in trees, in, in their cool. treehouse rather, not in trees, they're in their <laughs> treehouse, and they have, have sort of a life of their own as like the uh, Cap Kid comic uh, club spinoff. So. That's amazing. That. Yeah. So while we, while you were looking for stuff, I actually found my own. If you want me to share, yes, yeah. please. And over sharing, sharing. Yeah, Jay and I have been friends since about 1990. Can I just do 1919? I heard right, like 19, right the war. Yes, 19. Well, <laughs> I, mean, fair, I am 30 years in the past from him. I'm just gonna right. make we, you co-host. That's the easiest way to do. We've it. got. I am the co-host now. Situation going on. <laughs> All right, let me see. Okay, here we go. Here's mine. This is from. 
I'm excited to see this. See, junior, I think probably high. Yeah, oh, junior see, high. I like these are high schools. Can you see these? Quality. Yes. <laughs> I think it's just high school. I said junior high though, but can you see I have casual apocalyptic. The end of the world is pretty close. Charlie Brown's class notes. <laughs> you remember those? <laughs> Extinct flint. This is my favorite. I was like the ineffectual Hulk over mm. here on the right. <laughs> um, oh, this one you'll appreciate. Stand up tragedian. On here. <laughs> Personally, so, I, like kind of, the, kind of, I like the credible Hulk because he's really yeah. good. Like when you ha- need a witness, like in a court case. Fact based, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fact based Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> we we so uh, Dan and I since we started this podcast, my efforts to archive our stuff has begun in earnest. Like I was always like, mm, I want to yeah. make sure that stuff is protected. But then I went back home and it, yeah. The attempts to archive real stuff as well as archive uh, not real stuff. Yeah, that's true. I've archived our stuff and like real people stuff who do stuff, uh, <laughs> like the Firesign Theater and other people. But uh, I meant I meant more like our the Dan J's Comedy Hour archives. Hmm? Oh, right. Okay. Those those wonderfully real things. Sure. Yeah. No, they're very real. The mm-hmm. universe of this podcast is very real and unassailable. So that's what needs to be understood. Yes. Um, Correct. Now. Uh, Rob, do you have comedy in the blood? Is there anybody in the family who did comedy before you, even going back for like further than, or or what's what's your family situation with comedy? Um, I mean, not really. I mean, what what I will say is that my um, my uh, maternal grandfather, blessed memory, was very funny. He was a big jokester, not professionally, but just a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. Both my parents were pretty funny. My, my late father and my mother are both very funny people as well. I mean, again, no one thought about it as a career because sure. we were you know, from a nice Jewish family. And there was law and there was medicine and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, jobs. I think so. Um, I, I will say that <laughs> distantly in, in my mom's family, there's there's a sort of screenwriting legacy, but it's pretty serious. Like the, this, the writer of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. I'm sure it just didn't really Amazing. not exactly a laugh riot, but um, yeah, but great. It is great. But um, yeah, so I think I, I think I come by it genetically, but not you know I'm not a nepo baby, which is what I think you're dancing around. <laughs> no, what I'm getting to is, and, and this may be something you're not aware of, is uh, Dan and I have a an extensive um, uh, history history that, that yeah. goes back. Uh, now, because of this podcast, we've discovered uh, it goes back to the 1600s. Um, so, you know, and there's always a Dan and there's always a Jay. We're still not exactly sure when they started. Or some, some variation themselves. there. There were these pairs of Dans and Jays. Yeah, they just called, even if that wasn't their natural name, they called themselves Dan and Jay. And then eventually, you know, in 1994, 93, 94, the reins are passed to Dan and I. Yeah, we do so much with it. Mm hmm. So we you guys are like you guys are like the funny pirate Roberts, right? Like it just you, you <laughs> a very nice ones. way to look at it. Yeah, that's um, very very kind. Uh-huh. Uh, Dan, I, I mean, yeah. w- w- over the years, over because of the podcast, have you? Um, are there any particular favorites that we've spoken to? Um, because uh, see, uh, another thing you don't know, Rob. I'm sorry. I got to catch you up on all this. We have this thing called the time box, and the time box. Uh, is effectively a time machine, but it is uh, mostly to help people from the past or the future communicate with us via Zoom or Skype, depending on what system we're using wow. at the time. Yeah. Um, Dan, who have we spoken to that, that means the most to you? Who's the, the deepest cut for you and that really just really gets to your the, the soul of who Dan is? Well, honestly, I would say for me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was one that we, we, haven't, we didn't do it online. Okay. We we did it offline. Okay. Um, but I, I I guess maybe you forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 
the uh, Greek, the Greek comedic tragedy writers. Dan oh, I had forgotten entirely about them. Um, the yeah. great thing about the time box, it should be pointed out, Rob, is uh, it has not only a translation circuit but a deaccentification circuit. Uh, you Maybe. know, to yeah, avoid which... any potential problems. Well, um, well it, it does its best. It does its best. You'll probably it it, <laughs> it it clears out as much as it can. It usually gets really kind of. Kind of like a really rough sounding accent, sure. still, but yeah. That's, so if that's the very... accent if the accent sounds funny, then mission accomplished. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, boy, I'd forgotten entirely about that, and uh, oh, boy, Dan, I, I'm getting. Here's the thing, I'm I'm getting a call, and also that oh, sounds wow. like a call on my phone, but that's actually a, 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 an alarm For to feed my, <laughs> it's, feed my. It's cat. amazing that that came out on your podcast know, exactly right when we're doing this. I, we're gonna take a quick, quick bit beat break thingy, so I could feed my cat. I will be right okay. back, and then we'll get into the meat of the show. Rob, I apologize, but you two can catch up, make friends, and I'll be, I'll be right back. I should probably make a note where I cut. That'd probably be. A yeah, you might want to make a note of that. What do we think about that? What are we at? Eighteen something. I'm at twenty three. Okay. Is it twenty three? But it feels like forty seven. <laughs> <laughs> This scotch is hitting me way faster right, than usual. See, because I haven't had much to drink in a while. So, but so, I'm to so, J- so Jason used to do this himself. Because I've done it like twice before, but not with you. But now you guys have uh, merged forces. We are merged podcast forces. stuff. Or yes. that, were, you, were you just absent last time when I did it with him? Um. Well, I probably last time was a different show. That's okay. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is. Very much just a, a, a fuck around show. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah, that was more of an interview kind of. Yeah, this was. This is. Um, so we we use the pretense of discussing stuff that we did as children together, but um, the real reason why we did it is because Jay and I are both very bad about just talking to each other on the phone and stuff. <laughs> so you make a show, and use that as the excuse to talk to each other at least you know once. Once every couple of weeks. That's pretty smart, actually. I think it's one of those, like, we'll call it guy socialization workarounds. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you should yeah, name they... it. I think that's a much pith- pithier title than the comedy, than <laughs> well, the comedy hour. Well, once we things, we might have to. <laughs> that's kind of like um, uh, I've been using, uh, I've been saving a lot of money on expensive coffee by just meeting people at picket lines. Just picket <laughs> picket people. No, for real. It, just, it works a lot better because everyone's mm-hmm. in the same schedule and you're bored anyway, so. If I were in the unions and still lived in L.A., I would just be making sure I picketed somewhere near Bob's Big Boy so Drew Carey would pick up the tab. That's mm-hmm. all I would exactly. do. Exactly. Well, I do actually picket at the um, – my one is near the Swingers and on Beverly Boulevard, which okay. is the other place that he picks up, although I've only made it there once. But, uh, I know that Seth McFarland donated a million dollars to a fund that's supposed to help folks that are picketing, too. Yeah, the entertainment community fund. That was great. That's pretty good. That's, that's, that's a good amount of money. Seth, I went to the – there was a Family Guy-themed picket where I, that I went to where he, he was out, so I did not see him at, but – that was mm-hmm. when he made the announcement. Well, you would have known if he was out there because he would have been singing. There's no yeah, getting right. Around. Exactly. <laughs> I honestly I didn't think, think like, unless he's unless it's a very controlled environment, he's probably super, like, introverted. Maybe. I, Maybe. Yes, I don't he, think he he's... He strikes me as that. Like, unless it's an environment he's controlling, he... he I don't he, think he goes for those kind of big public things unless it is, as you said, unless the, the, the 40 people that are part of his big band. Right, takes, Exactly. Takes, when the trumpeters are there, he's good. My favorite story about that is um, someone, you know, he did like, he released an album, I think it was even like nominated for a Grammy or something like that for um, 
uh, of those songs that he likes, those swing big band songs. Oh, yeah. He was, like, the he, was, songs. He, he was performing in some show, and someone brought their like younger kid, I want to say, like three or four, and they kept yelling, Do Stewie! Do Stewie! <laughs> of course. <laughs> Jay's only doesn't like it because he also used to croon all the time. Oh. Listen. But you're not, the, you're not a driving crooner, just to be clear. In what way? No, I am. I, I mean, I crew. Do you know the Tim Robinson sketch? Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. No, of course. Shit. I, I love that. I was like, do you want to be killed? <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking good. Damn it. That's such a good show. He just brought the word so crooner much. back from like, you know, it had been in a, a grave for 30 years, I think. That word crooner. <laughs> Are we officially back? I just realized. I think I, just, I think we kind of just. Were we ever away? I mean, we were, we're, we're soft back. Okay. Soft okay, back. that's fine. <laughs> uh, this so is our lost... soft relaunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We lost that call. It's so weird. We lost that call, but now I'm getting it, a Dan. That is so convenient. I'm getting it, a Dan. I'm getting it, a Dan. Uh, New words all the time on the Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour podcast. All it says is uh, Danilus, and uh, which I think is now Roman as I say that out loud. But I mean, at at the end of the day, hasn't us. They're kind of the same thing. They they existed right at that fringe when it kind of. And then Rome stole all their stuff. So I, yeah. like, I, I don't know. I don't know my years. It doesn't say the year. I can't wait to hear what to what Danilus has to say about what year it is precisely. Uh, 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 hello, Danilus. Hello, I am Danilus. That's How a... are you? <laughs> I used bit... to be a Danis, but they changed it on me as we did things. Oh, did things. Yes, became Roman. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I see. You're right on the cusp. Oh, right on the cusp. I was straddling the line between Greek and Roman. This is what we sound like. I bet you didn't know that. I had did no all, idea. Did, did you also go by the name Mario? <laughs> <laughs> it's a me, Danilus. Oh, that's where it came from. That's, that's where it came from. That's right. great. Deep, so, deep roots. So, tragic comic writer, you wrote tragedies and comedies, or did you write tragic comedies? What What was your expertise? What is I your expertise? I think the I'm biggest tragedy is that I wrote comedies. Oh, oh, oh that's very Oscar Wildean of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very almost. He's a been joke. sitting on that one for for, for fourteen hundred <laughs> like years. It really? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Can you can you give me the names of the name? I'll just I'll be nice. The a name of one of your comedies. One that we wrote was called Theseus and Theseus by the Theseus. <laughs> do 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 I want to know the plot to this one? They swim about in the water. Yeah. Lost. Trying to find there, Gorgon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing takes place in, in the sea. Is that, is there, it, the entire thing takes stage. place floating in the sea, looking right. for a Gorgon. Uh-huh. It is an epic. Uh-huh. An epic comedy. If, sure. we did, if, we, if I had not written on scrolls instead of pages, mm-hmm. it would have been thousands of pages of comedic farcery. I bet. As they search for their pet Gorgon. Okay. So they have a pet Gorgon, and their names, again, are Theseus and Theseus. Correct. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I didn't mishear that somehow. F O E C U S. I S. You know, with the sound I-S. of the ocean war, is it hard to sort of make those names out? I imagine there's a lot of misunderstanding of names. Yeah, did you perform it in the literal ocean? No, what we did was <laughs> we would have the audience the entire time go, <laughs> you know, the thing that Zoom cuts out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
they would either make no noise or they made a noise that Zoom cut out, which it sound probably sounds like a uh, an SHH sound for those at home. But I'm pretty sure sh- your recording devices will have. Caught oh yeah, that that's right. Perfectly never mind. Fine. That's right. That, never mind. <laughs> So okay, it was kind of so like I bet the, everybody at the, home loved it. The coconut horses in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> I got it. You guys, user-generated sounds. It's a little early for you guys in Greece, but uh, you're gonna love it. Uh, so, boy, oh boy, this is fascinating. So, there's there's Danilus, uh, who uh, pray tell is your comedy partner in the time at the time. Jadartha. Jadartha. So, so from a different continent. Yeah. In culture. <laughs> Boy, that's interesting. Was he... It hadn't met. That's great. Yeah. Know, he was named that. He was originally Julius, but... Uh... Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay, interesting. I, I was very concerned that there was going to have to be a problematic uh, avoidance of accent. That's interesting. Okay, good. Um, J- Jadartha. Look, that's... we don't know what appropriation is yet. <laughs> Except you know, I think it was invented I, by appropriate. Well, I mean, to be, fair, to be fair, we know exactly what appropriation <laughs> is. Yeah, who better than the Romans to know what appropriation is? <laughs> I am an oppressed people. You oppressed. You appropriated all of Greece, and they <laughs> even took their gods. Oh, I my. am Greek. Well, well Roman now. Oh wait, I forget I who's. Greek. I forget. Who, I forget. I've already lost track. Uh-huh. <laughs> it happens all the time. That's what we sort of count on on this show. Um, oh, especially boy. between episodes, if you have the same character. <laughs> so you, my guess, I could be wrong, Dan, uh, Danalus. So sorry. You, it must be somewhere in the neighborhood of the first century BC-ish. Is, is I right mean, right? we didn't really count it the same way. Oh, okay. okay. I, I'm really hoping some leader of ours comes up with a calendar <laughs> at some point that, that everyone will, will nice, adopt right? and keep for a long time. Oh, uh, speaking of, hello. Hi. Hello, it's me, Jadartha. Yes, I know you're still getting used to it. I know. I don't know why I changed it. I really liked Julius. Um, I was well, working. Well, the 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 the, the uh, shit. The, the the Roman soldier people. Uh huh. Those guys. Yeah. Those guys. They're the ones who told you to change it. If you recall, they that said, is true. They wanted. They said me that to... the Caesar wanted you to be Jetartha. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that I wasn't Julius. Is is so there was no confusion. I thought you changed it. Julius because it sounded too Jewish. At least the first syllable. <laughs> I look. I didn't want to say it out loud, okay? And it's nothing to do with me. It's to do with perception. It's to do with the audience perception. They say that there's too many of us in the theater business, and I disagree. Even then, <laughs> way too many Juliuses. <laughs> I mean, you can't walk down the street without hitting. You know, can't throw a rock down the the theater street without hitting a Julius. And that is how you actually. That's how we fi- uh, tend to find uh, the attendees <laughs> of our place. Is we throw a rock and we say, "Come see our show." That's where you won't get hit with a rock. Is it re- basically yes, how it goes. Because this was on a theater row. Everyone's throwing rocks. Exactly. Because this is the first Bringer show, right? The first history of the first very Bringer. much. Oh, I do know about your Jerry Springer show. I have had. I've we seen were shown many, that. We were shown that by by the mystery person who brought us this timed box. Um, what I was going to tell you, Daedalus, very exciting. Yes. As you were over here uh, chit chatting away and not writing, I was busy over here writing, but I had this idea for a new calendar. Now, oh. I wanted to call it call it Julius's calendar. But uh-huh. of course, they've changed my, the name of it. It's very great. It's got all the look at. Here's all the months. Here's all the days. Look, look how good they are. Okay. They're nice. Uh-huh. They're they're color coded. I've I've got these little is sticky. That, yes. Is it? Do you have twenty seven months? Yes. <laughs> that seems 
I don't know. It feels excessive. How many days in a month do you have then? Listen, that's not important. <laughs> What's important to me is that I now have more time to do the things I need to do. So, longer years, more time to do stuff. Exciting, right? Fewer birthdays. Fewer birth. You know, here's the thing. I've decided, because I can, it's my calendar, I get three of them in a oh. year. So, nice. But only you. I mean, if anybody else wants one, they can, but I mean, it is my calendar. <laughs> I I'm just we're trying to figure out because mm -hmm. because um, while I understand that in this day and age age of consent isn't really a thing, uh -huh. if you only have one on. every three years, um, uh -huh. one who is currently eighteen uh -huh. would 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 only be like six. Is that why Socrates told me to do this? I don't know where Socrates lived, but maybe he sent me a scroll. Oh, we did talk through the time box, so maybe that's what happened. Listen, uh, fine, scrap it. Uh, like all of my projects, we'll go with whatever you say. Let's go back to writing yet another comedy, a fine. tragic I think, comedy. I, I, think I made more, a calendar, um... too. Yes. Tell you what, you can put your name on it. <laughs> How many days does it have? And you can put your original name on it. <laughs> I'm going 365. Oh, Every so often, we'll go 366. So you're saying like a circle, you feel like it. <laughs> but a bit more. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, that's catchy. I like that. That's artistic. That's wonderful. Yeah, I we'll, was go, working... we'll go 31 days in January. Ooh. Oh, I, like, I like that. Living I, on the edge. 28 <laughs> in February. Okay. Then up to 30 in March. Okay. And then we'll kind up of swap to. them out a little bit. Not precisely. Up to. Up to. <laughs> Up to maybe twenty nine on the on 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 the occasional. We'll do it at the same time as the Olympics. That way, no one forgets to change the calendar. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean the big game? The big game. The big G. We get sued every time we try and write about it in one of our plays. They just come after us. That that National Olympic Commission. They'll just be like, No, no, no. You can't call it that. You must call it the big game. Look, I've been writing another play. I wanted to get, get this out of the way. Screw the stupid calendar. It's called Neville and Praxedes Among the Waves. What do you think of that? Is it anything like Theseus in Theseus uh, in the Theseus? Well, you tell me. <clears throat> mm, open on. Yes. A Greek chorus. Bold. Thank you. They say... Hey, don't look at us. Look over there. And then we see Neville and Praxedes drowning. Okay? Okay. For three hours. They just, all they do is drown. I mean, slowly, yes. And do they, do they have any they'll save lines? each other. Yeah, sure. Okay. Help. Okay. Help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> help, help. <laughs> oh, yes, drowning noise, drowning noise, etc., etc. And then by the end of it, they're dead. And then the. Hey, spoiler! Uh, what, look, it's fine here. Nobody's going to watch. None of your people are going to watch it. And then uh, at the end, we all look over to the Greek course again, and they say, why did you listen to us? Who are we? Your mother? Something like that. And then it's uh, curtain down. What do you think? I feel like that speaks to the human condition. I think so, too. Let us put it on. Let us put it on shortly. So who is this gentleman? It says Rob Kuttner. Rob, who are you? What do you do? Um, I, I, am, I am the squid who, who pulls on the drowning gentleman to exacerbate oh. and hasten their drowning, to, to I... shorten their play. <laughs> do we know what a kraken is? Because that sounds like a kraken. <laughs> it does sound like. We do know what a kraken is because we have this time box. Listen, of course we've done they, they tried yet. to cast a kraken, but they couldn't get him released. That's very true. <laughs> well, uh, so you get God. the squid, all right? 
I hate I hate when people want the crack and it's said. I'm like the understudy. The undersea <laughs> understudy, they call me. That's what my agent says. Listen, Kraken's cons- overrated. You want the squid. <laughs> I'm concerned now, Rob, that you're going... Are you going back in time just as a result of our podcast? Is this what's happening? That's now? how powerful your technology is. Wow. It actually pulls wow. people through time. That's Weird. remarkable. Um, well, look... I mean, it doesn't really count as... Uh, well, did you invent it? I thought you got it from somewhere. Look, it's a complicated, long story that nobody quite knows the beginning or the end of. And maybe... Yeah, it's an... But you're going to tell anyway. Our, our story <laughs> is in a <laughs> It's a snake eating its tail, no mm-hmm. beginning, no end, mm-hmm. but yet constantly destroying itself. Exactly right. It's, like it's a, a snake eating its tail, but the snake is vegan. So figure that yes. out. Yeah, it's problematic at, at the very least. Um, uh, look, uh, uh, Jadartha yes. and, and Danilis, yeah. uh, I want to thank you both for joining us. Uh, do you have anything you want to promote before you leave? Um, come uh, we, catch we, us bah, bah, at bah, the uh, Accolade We can't. No, no. Mm, we're what, striking. What? We are struck. <gasps> oh. I did it not was know just they had done the vote. It was just announced in the streets. I'm sorry. You I missed had it. missed the vote. I didn't get to vote. Ah, uh, well, we're good to go. We're fine. You okay. wanted to strike. You wanted to break. You said so yourself. I did. I did. Um, so let's, uh, yes, anyway, all the baklava we can eat at the big boy down the street. So let's get going. And let's just hope this all works out or else you may not hear of us again. Courtesy <laughs> of Drew Carius. That would be unfortunate if you never heard of us again. But yes, and I will, I will tell Drew you say hi. Goodbye. Wow. That is um, okay. I will. I won't say that's a lot of work for me when it comes to compiling the history of our group because, of course, I don't compile the history of our group. No, our our intern does. Um, yeah, and he does. And our 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 archivist. Exactly. Both of those people who are definitely who are neither of whom are me. Which so you know, great for them, great for me. Lots of spread out um, things like that. So, Rob, question number one: Are you jealous of our of our lineage? Well, yes, because uh, I didn't have people who had the same name as me, who were obsessed with, with people drowning, apparently, in different ways. And uh, I feel like this is just creative ground that has been denied to me. It's really going to be hard to prove to people, too, because there's no photography at the time. And if we put up a photo of these guys, they're gonna, people are going to be like, green screen. It's like, well, yeah, and like, you and like ninety 99% of, of Greek authors have been lost to time. So. It's have you thought of, instead of commissioning a fresco? Ooh, that's a good idea. Ooh, I could go for a fresca. That's a time for our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> fresca. Fresca. Wow, it smells and tastes like piss. Fresca. <laughs> now it's a moment where I feel bad if I if I say I actually kind of like fresca. I kind of like too, fresca either. It, it has some weird ingredient. It has like wood solvent or something in it. There's some weird ingredient. If you ever look at the ingredients. It's really? Like, like how did that end up in there? There's some weird... <laughs> This, I would be surprised, like a Reese's peanut butter situation. Be surprised if this has wood solvents in it. I mean, it was in a barrel. That's that makes it's more probably sense. Probably like at least like five percent ant. Dan, Dan, I see that the, your background—it's none of my business—but your background is the cartoony version of your normal office room. It is. Is there a reason for that? Because I had to pick something. Oh, okay. And I, I have I, I learned the hard way that mm-hmm. apparently that cloud background I'm using is copyrighted, and they will, you know, demonetize you for it. Really? Yeah. So interesting. You live in a copyrighted it. room. I, <laughs> that's very strange. If I'm in the clouds, it's copyrighted. 
I wow. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens to the. Well, it's not like we're even remotely monetized on YouTube anyway, because no, nobody but, watches our shit. But, but I want to give you the option if someday you blow up and sure. people, you know, a million people watch that episode, but there's clouds, so you get fucked. That's so weird. That's really strange. <laughs> I mean, I stole it from YouTube, so to be fair, I, uh, I guess. I guess, but I didn't. I didn't steal it to use it and monetize it. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. pure profit. <laughs> step one: download a background from YouTube. Step two: step, step three: profit. profit. <laughs> Rob, is there what's? Uh, I would say what's new with you. But the last time we spoke was I don't know how many years ago, and I do know that what's newest is your book. But is there anything of of import that you would like to impart? On this podcast. Yeah, um, I think your your listeners might like this, except it doesn't involve drowning, but um, it's, it's just just, Which is just all they listen completely, to completely functional oxygen intake and outtake. Yeah. <laughs> all dry, fairly dry. Um, some of my buddies Sometimes and a little I, too dry. I, I I believe Jason last time we talked about my twenty seven seventy six album, if I recall. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yes, when we, we did we did comedy. like a comedy on vinyl. I probably came to the Conan comedy offices. You did. You came with like this elaborate rig that looked like you know like, you know like the. Uh, he tries to be fancy. I do. The, the OSS 1941 code breaking software, you know, <laughs> machine from the, <laughs> the imitation game. But <laughs> you, uh, so that was this comedy music album. And so I, my collaborator on that, Stephen and I, um, uh, well, Stephen's idea, and he came up with this idea for a podcast that we have in production right now. There's, it's, we've done the first season of it called The Novelizers. Oh, yeah. You may have seen me post about this. And uh -huh. so the idea was that um, you take a famous movie that was not based on a book. And we sort of imagined that there was a book that it was based on, and we assigned a bunch of comedy writers to basically break up the movie into 10-minute chunks or chapters and do their kind of wild comedic take on it. And so we did that, um, and then we, had and then we did it as an audio podcast, and we had some, some famous funny people uh, feed those, do those recordings. Um, so we had everyone from, um, from like, uh, you know, Pat Oswalt, you might expect, to uh, Dick Cavett, to... Um, uh, Ira Glass, like just a really, just a wild, wide range of, uh, J.K. Simmons does one. It's like a wide range of people. And it's the first one we like did. It's like a reverse of like that RoboCop thing they did. Oh, where they had people where, recreate the. Yeah, where like they recreated, the different people at home recreated like five minute clips of. Oh, RoboCop like one of those fan things. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that, but with It's more... like almost like a reverse where you take that, turn it into a book and then read it as an audio. It's book. more, more of a, like a written, a written funny, like we. We, uh, remix, I guess, if you will, if you will. Mm, so it. we did Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan for our mm. debut one, and um, and my chapter was, uh, if if you remember the movie, uh, oh, we do. <laughs> it's the climax uh, of it when the when they have the final battle in the gas nebula and uh, the Kobayashi Maru is unveiled and uh, Carol Marcus shows Kirk the, the Genesis, the, the the cave full of green plants and everything. So I did that as a seven minute Disney song med medley. Oh, parody shit. medley so i retold the whole story in seven in seven minutes all sung through with disney songs speaking of getting demonetized mm -hmm. and um, <laughs> so like uh rachel bloom from crazy girlfriend and reboot uh sang the william shatner kirk part yes and i was John gonna ask Hodgman. if rachel bloom was involved as soon as you said that. it, it sounds like the kind of thing, thing she would be yeah. she literally said at the recording station she said this is the second star trek musical product project i've been involved in <laughs> i was like yes and um, John Hodgman plays the computer, but he sings it like the French candlestick from uh, singing Be Our Guest from Beginning of the Beast. And uh, I love John Hodgman so much. It was ridiculous. It was, it was an incredible <laughs> amount of work to put that together, but it, but it was like, it's, it's really on the, the spinal tap, stupid, clever fulcrum. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, um, so it's called The Novelizers. Andy Richter hosts it. And, uh-huh. uh, and then there's some great improv bits in the middle of it. Like, so between the, the chapters, we'll have like fake BTS stuff. So like the, uh, the animal wrangler who, who got the mind slugs working on the set, like we'd had an interview with him, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, that kind of thing. That's awesome. I love it. So check it out. You'll enjoy that. that. That's the kind of value add that, that you need to look for in those kind of You don't of get that in your regular regular novelizing podcast. This you is don't. This is a special novelizing podcast. I'm actually glad you said that because now I, I, I'm, I'm going to subscribe right now because I keep... Jason's going to stop thing. and listen to I'm, it during this podcast. Yeah, yeah he's like, huh? we <laughs> He's going to be silent for the rest of the show. He's just going to every so often go, Oh, that's a good... There's oh, no laughing oh. in the comedy podcast. What is that? <laughs> But when when you uh, when you said uh, if we remember Khan, um, one of our other podcasts is hosts with their own Picard, which oh. uh, we did a watch along of Picard for its three seasons, and now we're figuring out what our next steps are. That's crazy. We still need. I still kind of like the Brave New, uh, Brave Strange New Worlds thing because I, other than the lower decks one, I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything more than the first two. So I'm mm-hmm. still, <laughs> still able it. to you, do that. You oh, this is funny. You bring this up because there is a musical one. I yeah. know, and it's I'm like, I gotta watch so the show good. so I can watch the musical. And I've seen some clips on TikTok, and I'm like, I gotta skip, but it oh, looks it's, so good. It's, it's really good, and <laughs> what's crazy about it is that. Um, I know the uh, showrunner Bill Wolkoff a little bit because we go to the same picket line. He's the Amazing. spread captain. He organizes it, and he's a tireless uh, uh, fighter for the cause. And mm-hmm. while he has a show coming out, mm-hmm. um, and I was telling him about this. In fact, he got us. Um, he helped us connect us to Chrissy Chong, who plays on Amazing. Sing, who voices the very first chapter uh, of our of our podcast. Nice, um, and who's great. Um, but he uh, so he knew about this for a while, but he. He couldn't tell me about his musical episode until it came out. So he's sitting there, kind of like <laughs> sitting on this thing for like probably two or three months while I'm telling yeah. about mine. That's, that's, and then like he literally came out with musical episodes a, a month of each other. It was crazy. That that's got to be hard to do because that's wow. such a and it it that from what I can tell at least from the fandom that episode popped off too. So oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It, it was uh, shocking. We'll talk about it when we do the podcast. I mean, everyone. Like... I feels like what people love the most. I've only seen like the mm-hmm. first few seconds because I don't want to spoil it for myself. But the Klingon mm-hmm. song apparently is everyone's favorite. Oh. Yeah, it's like a Hamilton. Oh yeah, kind of is it lot. okay? It's, it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we will, I don't know. Hummel, Hummel's hum. I will spoil nothing for you, Dan, but there, Thank there, you. there's a cameo in that that you wouldn't know because of the makeup, but we can discuss on the podcast. Oh, the cameo was. oh I'm yeah. intrigued. Okay, yeah. yeah. So um, I guess after we're done here, maybe we should discuss because you have to How give me a schedule or else I won't do it. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Especially now that Baldur's here. Gate 3 has come out. Oh, is that a game that people It play? is. Okay. It is no, a it's, a, very... it's a new gate. He's really oh, into like oh. like household architecture. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I've just been sitting guys, watching. Yo, guys, I got a new fence just dropped. Dropped from Balder. <laughs> yeah, we're to Balder. It's a D and D game. It's uh-huh. by the people who did some other really like deep lore games. They say okay. the main campaign's gonna take two hundred hours to beat. And oh, it's a D and D campaign. Oh, not like a game, an online a video game. It is a video game, but it oh, is, okay. but, but it is designed game. like a campaign. It wow. even has like dice rolls and stuff. Yeah. And uh, okay, and it is they've they've thought of just about everything. Okay. There, I've seen some videos of people making completely weird ass choices, mm-hmm. and they planned for it. I, I have to admit, I, I actually <laughs> tried it, and the very first time I rolled an, a nat twenty, and it said, "You open the gate, you, you win." Mm-hmm. Wow, it's like. <laughs> Oh, that was that was a big Nailed nothing. Nail Baldur's Gate. 
right from the right from the get go. It opens right out. Doesn't the even gate, squeak. So Balder speak. didn't hear you coming. It's the perfect <laughs> yep. way to open. You nailed it. Uh, I, I, oh, you know what I'm going to do is take a quick, uh, not a break break, but a, an ad break, sort of. So this episode, I've now ad decided. Ad break, <laughs> ad break, Dan J do an ad break. <laughs> yeah, that's never happened Thanks. before. This is, no, first, this is your first musical episode, too, I see. <laughs> <laughs> and last. Yeah, no, very, <laughs> very every, so. Because of everyone else, yeah. The letters we get. <laughs> Our poor secretary. This I know, the poor woman. Uh, this ad break is brought to you by Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-C-H-I-O-N.com. Dan, we have Not never been- Not to be been... confused with either Patreon or Patron. No, exactly. Uh, we've never been sponsored by them before, but my news radio podcast was, and they were kind enough to send over some samples of patches when I did that um, because I was recreating- I have- Bill McNeil's spacesuit from the space episode sewed, but I needed the patches for it. And I'm like, well, let's, is anybody? And they sponsored that episode. They gave me a few patches for that podcast as nice. well. Um, and so I had, uh, I had them make very kindly. So first, uh, this, which let's see if you can. Yeah, there we go. I had, oh, oh, that looks good. Yeah. That's a really nice wedgie one. Yeah, so some synthetic cheese. <laughs> America's that, mandatory that, snack. That's funny. Like that, that is wedgie. I forgot to tell you the name of the, the wedgie. Name wedgie. Wedgie Perfect. the cheese wedge is this, the. That's what uh, happens when you stick with something you came up with when you were thirteen. Um, just fair warning, your 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 camera froze. Oh, mine did. So, but we got a really nice shot of oh, wedgie. Oh, that's why. So when I did Jackie Cation's podcast earlier, before I I did it, uh, I had to change my shirt twice because the patterns were too busy. They froze the, uh, and then so I changed into this boring thing. Uh, that's weird. Then the other one, Dan, is related to Rebel Swan. Is a book that I am writing. It okay. Is, it is one that uh, will have to be self-published because it is too weird and out there, and it's a spinoff is of another a sex book, book I self-published. It's a sex book. No, it is uh, the history of a fake video game called Rebel Swan. Uh, and sex book, Rob. It, and this, uh, this then is uh, this is a, the like just the official military patch of of the Rebel Swan unit, whatever that ends up actually being in the book. And I was like, I want some real ones. I want to do some real photo shoots. And what's funny is last time. Now, we don't have a discount code or anything, but if you go to patreon.com, um, uh, you'll see they sell a stuff. great selection. They do sell stuff. There's, uh, they sent me this many as opposed to just like 15. Oh, that's a me... couple more, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to be sending a few your way, Dan, at some point. I think I'd be okay with that. Uh, including, I can put them onto my, I don't my, know what my hoodie. Ooh, there goes my phone again, guys. Rob, I swear to Christ, it's either it's not this unprofessional normally or there's somebody else in the room and now it's just exposing me for who I am. <laughs> Actually, Jason, this is an intervention. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> um, well. yeah Rob and I have been talking for years about this. <laughs> I yeah. had no idea. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. It's about your ringtones. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a uh, van that's going to take you to a very ones. safe place. <laughs> Jason, you were the guy who used to make custom ringtones on your. Razor phone. That is true. What is it with this default (laughs) bullshit? (laughs) Uh, And let me tell you, Rob, you may not know, but that was a challenge to make custom ringtones for the the Motorola Razor. You'd barely make a phone call. (laughs) (laughs) True. You had to Um, like have a special hacking program, and you had to make them just the right file size. It's very. Also, it would not play. Very impressive. Everybody go to patchyon.com. That's the long and short of what I was trying to say. And if you want me to update your Motorola Razor to have a new ringtone, hit uh-huh. me up. Okay, go to lordofdance.com. HMU, bruh. Go to lordofdance.com. That yep. is Dan's website. 
that I don't know that he's updated in a while. at lordofdance.com. If you don't write anything too spammy, I might see it. Okay. Because I get good. so much spam on that email. I've had it since before 2000. Sure. Yeah. No, or that's... actually, ever since I've had lordofdance.com. So that was, what, 2001? 2001. Yeah. That's a long time, Dan. Um, it gets a lot of spam. It does, I'm sure. Uh, Rob, thank you for joining us this week. Do you... Uh, well, I know you have something I mean, to we know you have at least one thing to promote. So two things, at least. So two promote months. your thing, and then keep in mind something you want to leave the audience with. We'll come back around to you after you promo- we've all a moment, promoted. A moment of something. zen, if you will. Yeah. Hit me with it. What's, first of all, promote your, your delightful book, Snot Goblins. The book is called Snot Goblins and Other Tasteless Tales by myself, uh, illustrated by David DeGrand, available in all bookstores online and on Earth. And Are you okay with me uh, sharing what you sent with my eight-year-old nephew? I would be thrilled if you did that. If you okay, did I will that. do that after this. We basically have found out in the wild that there's it's either there's some kids it's either exactly right for, and then some it's not right for. So it's I'm like, looking at that, and I think it's exactly right for him. You, if you know it's for your, the kid in your life, whatever it is. <laughs> he uh, he or, he ate dog man. He ate Captain Underpants. Yeah, you 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 know right away if it's for your kid or not. I like how you ask permission <laughs> if it's okay to to. Uh, to, well, to I, I the have book that I am promoting, super I, secret link, so... It was a super secret link for spies. That's important. Well, now you got to buy a copy, dude. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's fair now fair. that you put it on the open, I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, shit. Fair enough. But, I'll, but uh, I, will sign it for, I will sign it for him since we're all Ooh, in LA, I'll do right? that. I'll buy one. With, I'll buy him a signed copy. He'll I'm actually doing one. a signing. Uh, this is, this is going to be probably after you, uh, before you release I'm going to put episode. this out this week, so... Oh, so the, well, it was this Sunday... This Sunday, and are, are you going to release it before Sunday? Yeah, I release it on Thursday. Oh well, let me tell you what about what I'm doing then. Okay, this do might it. Be of interest to your, um, I'm doing porn. No, uh, <laughs> nice. On Sunday, we're promoting the book with something we're calling the first ever and maybe only uh, snot crawl. So what we're doing is in Burbank. You guys probably know this. There's a stretch of Burbank called Magnolia Park. Oh uh, yeah, on Magnolia Boulevard. We went there a lot. You know, so the, all the geeky stores are there. So mm-hmm. There's a card game store. There's a uh, there's a comic store. There's a horror store. Record store. And so I've signed all of them up. And so um, and then David DeGrand has made character cards, five character cards from from the stories. And kids will be able to walk around between two and four. Each store will have a unique card. So you want to collect all five, and then you get a special prize, uh, which we will send to you. Love it. And uh, it's called the Snot Crawl. So that's from two to four in Burbank. Um, you can find it at snotgoblinsbook.com. We have the map and the info. If you guys want to put it in your show page, that would be great. I, I, we have a yeah, very... Put that in the actually, you want me to show you this? You want me to share a screen? I'll show you the map. It's really cool. Yeah, see. Uh, well, you know what? It's, I'm, I'm too I'm advanced to do it, so I'll send it to you to, to share. <laughs> okay, and then, yeah. as part of that, the first hour of that from 2 to 3 at a, a horror-themed comic and collectible store called Dark Delicacies sure. on North Hollywood, I will be signing the book for an hour. So if you want to come there... Amazing. Nephew in hand or nephew in van. <laughs> well, if you don't. ever come to Boise yeah. in Idaho, we will do it. <laughs> Jason, are you not? Are you no longer in LA? I'm in Detroit as well. Yeah, oh my I'm god, it's, Bill, it's been forever. Okay, so you guys won't be there. But it's going to be a listeners, long crawl for us. <laughs> long crawl. But if you have listeners in the area, yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. I'm, we do. All right. Cool. So that was my moment of zen, I think. Uh, one last plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. We'll, we'll each do a promo, and we will come back around to you, and th- whatever you say is not. It can be absolute nonsense. doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. it usually is for me. So. Dan, promote something. 
So. Oh, why don't you go ahead and uh, check out odndpodcast.com. We've got a uh, barely normal in the can that I need to edit. I've just been... I'm, I guess I could also advertise the fact that we have four-week-old kittens, or mm-hmm. almost four-weeks-old kittens. Sure. Um, and it's very tiring, because I've been we've been having to wake up at, like, you know, two in the morning to feed them, because yeah. they're starting to get to the point where if we feed them at, like, midnight, 1 a.m., we might be able to push it to, like, 6 a.m., mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but when we first got them, they were three days old, and you have to feed them every two hours. Oh, boy. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like... I actually totally forgot that we were, not that we were recording today, that today was today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have completely have tried, lost have track of time. you tried fat shaming them, fat shaming them so they don't eat so, eat so damn much? <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Like, oh, oh, well, <laughs> we kind of do. We're like, oh my God, look at that little, because they like, they, when you feed them, they eat so much, they're like little water balloons. Mm-hmm. This is like, they get so big around their belly. So we do fat shame them a little. So okay, we got cool. that going for us. Cool. Um <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, catch up with that. There'll be a new episode hopefully soon. Uh, we'll probably be recording another Deadlands soon so we can try to kind of get back on that track. Um, I still haven't done the fucking raffle for the Meowrathon. I'm going to force myself to do that this weekend. I've just been so tired and so out of it that I have not been able to focus. People understand. Um, and then, um, I also haven't streamed since the Meowrathon either, but... It, uh, I might again soon, hopefully. Uh, so check out my Twitch at twitch.tv slash dgomiller. Or just go to my link tree at linktr.ee slash dgomi. Ladies and gentlemen, just go to sketchcomedybook.com. My book, We're Not Worthy, comes out September 12th from 1984 Woo! Publishing. I've seen a video of it. It looks beautiful. Uh, We've bought two books. I can't wait for your book. I'm, I'm excited about it. Thank you. We've already I'm, pre-ordered two of them, Jason. I, I Oh, you have. That's amazing. Uh, and a waste of your money. But that, No, I'm kidding. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you enjoy it. But I'm waiting to see the physical copies in person. I think sometime this That's week or next week I should Ooh, finally thing. actually have that. Yeah, we should have an ep- so definitely a video episode to show them off. Yeah. Unboxing. I will, unboxing I will flip Jake. through it and read random passages for you. <laughs> and then we can <laughs> discuss you. what Out I of context. <laughs> Yeah, like, and I and I will be doing an unboxing. Yes, absolutely. Bob Odenkirk frowned. My my <laughs> my boss is, is is having us read seven, the Seven Habits book. Uh huh. So I'll just read it like I'm reading that. Like okay. it's supposed to change <laughs> my <self-help>. life. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's a history of 90s TV sketch comedy. Maybe you'll enjoy it uh, if you like this stupid show. So you again, all the pre-order information is there, but you can pre-order it from most stores, including indie bookstores and Amazon if you want. We were able to do it from our little store here in Boise. Oh, good. Okay, good. Um, that's it. Uh, Rob, what would you like to leave the people with this week? Um, listen to the Novelizers podcast mm-hmm. uh, by Snot Goblins and mm-hmm. check out what I'm doing at robcutner.com. Okay. Dan, what do you want to leave the people with? Um, when we talk about a Greek relatives, we don't mean it in like the Greek way. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. So you, you don't mean that their original names are covered up with gaff tape. Right. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I will leave everybody with, um, uh, regrets are not necessary, but, um, sometimes you just... You just have to have them. Um, otherwise, you won't get any better at what you do. And that's why I think this podcast continues to get better by the episode. Does it? I mean, yeah. yes, it does. Yeah. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. 
The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 747-248-6687. That's R-I-P-2-Humor with a U. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at danandjay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Goodbye, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah!